0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of YALA!
1: Buh!
0: YALA! but We're yep. always excited when we when we read the responses to our podcast, and and we just want to do a plug up front this time, because we, we, I mean, thankfully our podcast has been growing, but a lot of the growth comes from word of mouth. So if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoyed podcasts in the past, if you could just maybe, I don't know, recommend it to maybe one person, just one person! And and mm. that would help us a lot. Like, because most of our growth has come through word of mouth. We haven't bought any ads or anything. And yeah, people seem to enjoy it. Uh, and also, yeah. if you could leave a review on Apple, the, apps, the app store, podcast store. I mean, I know this word podcast always say. I don't even know whether it helps. But if you could leave a review and what else? Uh, subs- subscribe on Spotify. Yeah. Right? That's a thing, right? Uh, Follow on Spotify, yeah. Follow on Spotify. Right. And then so you get the notifications whenever we
1: upload. Like. But Yeah. yeah. And That's our subreddit as well. Uh it's a very interesting place where a lot of discussions happen. Uh yeah. but in fact also just uh people just telling us about what they do when they listen to a podcast. Like apparently we've been helping some people keep fit yeah. because they need <laughs> yeah. to listen to a podcast while running. So one hour is just about nice for them. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's about stuff that, that maybe they didn't know about or maybe they're interested to hear more about. So it yeah. actually helps them. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, so we appreciate any of that kind of help. Alright. Yeah, in fact, the subreddit yeah. also like uh. Uh, I think the last time we were talking about... You remember Sarah Tiong and yeah. the, the Master Chef thing that happened in, uh, on a radio DJ show in Australia? The last episode. The last episode yeah, the last yeah. episode. So yeah, I mean, I just had a pretty long, uh, interesting discussion with one of our followers as well on the mm. subreddit. And actually, yeah, it made me also just um, have a but moment in the sense that I realized, oh, actually maybe it, is, it was too convenient for uh, ourselves. Like, uh, okay, maybe for me... Uh, to speak from Singapore's perspective la, as opposed to someone who knows what Australia's uh, racial makeup is like. And so, yeah, yeah I just really. I read more about it and I felt, oh, okay, they have a very strong point why so, she has a right to be upset. La.
0: So to give a context, uh, the mm. topic was there was this ex Chef contestant from Australia who was a guest on a radio show. The white radio host greeted her with a Ni and then corrected her yeah. with a Le Hauma and then the yeah. interview ended and then she went on social media to post that it was a act of racism, and she felt dehumanized, last. So I think yeah. there were the the masses were split. Some people were saying, "Oh, you know, kudos to you, power to you." Some people were saying that's overly sensitive. I was yep. more of the the latter half. So how has mm. your opinion changed? Uh,
1: I think it's still okay for me. It's still a bit of a stretch to outright say that it's racism because the truth is, we, none of us were there. None of us were there to understand what was the tone. In which someone says ni hao ma la, you know? Mm, mm. Like, like like you I I I guess where we always maybe because in Singapore from the from young we've been brought up that this is a multicultural society and you you know you've been officially hammered into you that you must learn to appreciate other cultures. Like as much mm. as we do casual racism. But it's really like cultural exchange is totally part of our of something that we've grown up with. Uh. Yeah. But in Australia where it's much more like about, okay, this is your Aussie, your Aussie and nothing else, you know? They don't talk about multi-ethnicity, multi-racial, multicultural things, anything very much. So the moment someone speaks to you in a foreign language, it's almost a, more of a, an othering of a person. You know what I mean? Oh. In a sense that like when mm. I say to you, okay, even if it's a very insensitive way of just saying to you, Vanakam, you know, there's an assumption, yeah. okay, you are Indian and you must be able to speak uh, Tamil well. or Hindi or whatever other language, right? Yeah. Uh, then you can actually assume that there might be a sense of like me trying to connect with you on a broader level because in our culture, there's in in Singapore culture, there's a lot of like understanding between races, terima kasih, thank you, I say to the auntie. Forced understanding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I I buy nasi lemak, I say terima kasih, it's not being rude, it's just me trying to connect a little bit more the auntie so she give me a bit more rice or something like that. (laughs) So there's uh, something very innocuous, very in fact quite pleasant about it, right? Whereas in Australian culture, from what I'm understanding, not not only from uh, this person who posted on our Reddit, but also from other people from Australia, all that, it's a much more, I mean, we've heard it, like, Australia is a much more racist place mm-hmm. where the othering of a person, uh, you know, like by by isolating a person in a group because of their race seems to be a much more common occurrence. Huh? So the act of saying ni hao ma apparently can be a much more triggering thing uh, compared to other places. Huh? So... The, I think the specific context of Australia is worth a mention. And for mm. us in Singapore, it's hard for us to understand because to us, it's like cultural exchange is a beautiful thing. But in a place like Australia, it can be a very... Uh, it can help to... It, people, a lot of bullies use it to segregate uh, people that look different from them and, so, and everything. La. So the people who the
0: person who posted in Reddit, is, yeah. is he or she from Australia or had been to Australia or...
1: I and I'm just asking for curiosity, sake. I'm guessing solar. So I I I mean then then I would then when I was talking to this person also I said you know I have spent time in the US and I've learned that you know a lot of times people do it out of ignorance la, rather than mm. anything. But again the US is a very different context lah right where yeah. where um Asians are generally seen also as a as a very good minority and things like that lah mm. and, 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 and model minority. Model minority lah and and even even the US I think Maybe in the maybe in the US you can even say that there is more acceptance of uh you know a, a cultural mix Because uh. yeah. somewhere like living when I lived in New York, everything you know your cab drivers from Lebanon, and and you know your your the guy who brings you your mail is from uh from somewhere else and and everything uh. So mm. there is it's much more of a accepting uh, accepting of a hetero heterogeneous society Like uh, Whereas Australia might not be the case, and that's where Nihama may have taken on the. It has become an N word, lah. You know, in the sense, <laughs> in the sense that it's an N word literally. It's N-word, a Chinese N phrase. It's oh a Chinese N word in it's Australia. <laughs> so. So that's my analogy. Yeah, that the N word maybe to to people in Singapore is just an N word, right? But in the context of US, when you use the N word, it's so terrible. So wow. there is a chance that yeah. Ma in Australia is an N word for wow. Indian people. So that people, means la. maybe
0: in somewhere in the world, Namaste is the
1: the N word for Indian people. Isn't exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying, no, but, so, uh, so yeah.
0: No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying I I it's still hard for me to say that what the, the radio DJ did outright is racist because at the end of the day we weren't there, we don't know the intention Correct. behind yeah. what he said or how even how he said it, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's it, it's just too quick for us to I, I think it was it'd be too quick for someone from Singapore to say, ah, yeah, you're just being too sensitive, lah. You
0: know? No, I, okay, I still think
1: that uh,
0: if if that's really the case, right, and I accept that every country is different, then she needs to do a better job communicating the context. Mm, mm, because correct. the thing is, if, like, what what you pointed out about co opting, you know, I think it's a very real problem. And, like, mm. every country is different, and without explaining the context, right, that's where it can polarize people unnecessarily. Yeah. If she, I mean, that's why I think the best posts or the best, uh, most illuminating posts about any topic racism, they go in detail and they describe it so that. Someone with a totally neutral opinion can first understand the world that they live in and why it is an issue, la. Right. Mm, mm, mm. So, correct, so I correct. guess yeah. So I guess anyone like posting yeah, you can post your stuff and everyone like there's no such thing as oh because I experienced this more than you means you have no right to complain because that was something mm. that Nas Daily did last time which pissed us off, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep, correct. Correct. <laughs> but I think yeah. explaining the context is still something that needs to be thought about, lah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I I thought I appreciated that. That someone pointed that out on our subreddit, la, and I said, you know, oh, this has helped me learn quite a bit, la, because yeah, even living in the US, like you have and I have, we that the you know it's all different as well, la, and and certain people calling me Jackie Chan and all that in the US, it's a it's a very different thing, uh, from a very you know from uh. It's not complimentary it's, not complimentary, it's not It's definitely not complimentary. Also, but it's so it's so that is so outright racist. You can say that it's racism straight away, la, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one is a very subtle way, and maybe it's just ingrained in the culture that when you are seen as not Aussie, you're not Australian, you know, that's it's just a it's a very dehumanising thing for them. La. And and um, it's something that we don't I mean, even as a minority in Singapore, I think it's harder to relate to uh, compared to Australia, which I mean I I've also heard a lot of stories about Australia being racist, lah. So mm. we try not to sweep that under the carpet as well, la, you know? Okay. So la, has so that uh, has that been a yellow butt <laughs> moment for you also?
0: No, not really. No no not yet. I still think her post was was didn't help the conversation and it mm-hmm. it didn't do okay it didn't do justice to what she may have experienced in terms of yeah. explaining it to other people la. correct correct so I have, I I have, so. I have I'm have, i still I'm like uh, yeah but the labat haven't happened yet yeah I'm so, like, so yeah. she
1: hasn't she hasn't explained herself well la, right yeah I think that one I agree with you too yeah but I will take a look at the Reddit comments in detail yeah I also don't don't outright say that you know that radio DJ was being racist because again like I'm not there I can't say for certain, but uh, I just try not to let's not uh, brush this Miss Sarah or Miss or, or Mrs. Sarah I'm Thiong. not very sure. Uh. Sarah Tiong's experience uh, as like she's just overly sensitive, like You know, Damn. there's a bigger context to it. Okay, yeah.
0: okay. I, I, my opinion hasn't changed yet. I will check out the Reddit, but to whoever mm. posted in Reddit, kudos to you, man. Yeah, well done. Yeah, interesting. So, so moving from that onto the first topic of today. Uh, there yeah. was this survey that was published today, correct? Yes, the yep. Sunday Times. Um That's right. and they I think there have been a lot of people posting about it and essentially the context is there were a thousand people that were um surveyed in this thing and essentially why Singaporeans are
1: Singaporeans, yeah. right?
0: Uh yeah. So the so to quote the Sunday Times, the Sunday Times asked some thousand respondents which are the jobs that are the most crucial in keeping Singapore going and also how much more they will pay for essential services so that workers in the sector may get a wage boost. So a very, very important survey, very potentially illuminating survey, but what I've seen the most buzz about is these two infographics la, that, they, that they had. One yeah. was the top five essential jobs, yep. which uh, is the, in order of number one to five is doctor, cleaner, garbage collector, hawker, and delivery man. Yep. So that one, I guess, yeah, hard to argue against, la. Mm. But what caused the controversy was the top five yeah. non-essential jobs. Which are, Terence. would you like to do the
1: honors? Uh we go from five to one, uh? Yeah, five to one, correct, correct. The number five position is human resource manager. Yeah. With forty-seven percent uh, 40, of people saying that it's non-essential, mm. right? Mm. Uh number four is business consultant, fifty-five percent saying it's not essential. Yeah. Number three, trrr, social media manager or PR specialist. Yeah. 67% <laughs> saying it's non-essential. Number two, telemarketer. Uh, I think 69% saying telemarketers are unessential. But number one, far and away, the, the clear winner of the most non-essential job in Singapore that everyone has now come out and say is... Number one is artist. 71% of people <laughs> saying it's non-essential. Okay, artists.
0: so, first of all, uh, the, the yeah. title itself, okay, because when I saw it, okay, they, they literally say top five essential jobs and then they list that and then this yeah. one was top five non-essential jobs. So, in my mind initially, I was like, okay, amongst all the jobs that have been deemed non-es- non-essential, which yeah. are the most essential? So, which yep, are the yep, most yep. essential non-essential jobs? And then when I saw mm. artist first, I was like, really? Oh, fuck. our Mm -hmm. our society has matured you know like fuck yeah man but then I think I read it wrongly
1: yeah (laughs) basically I think it's saying that artists are the most non-essential yeah exactly in the world right in in all (laughs) jobs right yeah
0: yeah that's that's the exact confirmation bias I'm only seeing Mm -hmm. what I want to see so first Mm -hmm. of all the way they title this is like fuck all and then I guess what caused the debate was like are artists really that non-essential but before we get there also like, they, each of these titles are accompanied by, like, a infographic of a of a human, la, like, a cartoon yep. version of a human. What yep. the fuck is the, the thing beside the artist? Uh? It's a person with a, mustache and a berry, yep, yep. moustache
1: and a beret. is it? Yeah, moustache and beret. that's right. Moustache and beret, because, yeah, Where all fucking it? artists have moustache and <laughs> <like. laughs> You're a hipster painter. <laughs> that's
0: why, fuck, yeah. and, like,
1: I guess, okay. So, yeah.
0: so, when you saw this, what was, did you even have the misconception that I had?
1: Uh no, I it, it never occurred to me. I mean because I saw the, the my first experience of this is uh uh artists obviously posting this on Facebook and ranting about it lah. Yeah. That this I think the mo the the main thing that they were saying is that why are they even publishing this? Like does it even uh is it even a really fair reflection of what people think about uh artists in general? La? And why what, what, what was this what's this saying that like is that saying that because it's a discussion about whether you want to pay more for essential services, right? So is this saying that these are the top five jobs that people should be paid less <laughs> to do? Huh?
0: So NAC National Arts Councils,
1: uh too bad, huh? The yeah. people think you all don't need
0: money. <laughs> you know, the US got defund the police. Here is defund the arts. Yeah, okay? yeah. You yeah. know, just just take it all because
1: you know the people have said a thousand people. Is it like yeah. seven
0: hundred ten fucking people <laughs> apparently everything? Yeah, <like>, like, <laughs> I mean,
1: because I I understand people. where that frustration comes from. It's like, you, yeah, it's fine to rank the most essential. But then that kinda means like everyone else is non essential. But why do you need to rank how non essential yeah, <laughs> someone is like 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 what are you trying to say about the person like you know or the, or the profession? Like. No,
0: and also they never go into the details of how they come up with this number. Is it like literally seven hundred and ten people think that uh, the artists are the top non essential job? Or is yeah. it amongst the top five you get seven hundred and ten people think listing as artists? So I don't know, they have the most uh, number of votes or whatnot. not so yeah. the, I guess the problem is that this paints like like a very uh how you say uh, with one brush you kind of shit on the whole artist profession. artist profession la. Mm-hmm. and I mean we are speaking mainly for artists because we fall under that category but even yeah. to but even that like
1: what who falls under the category of artists
0: yeah exactly what is yeah. an artist uh, apparently in straight times minds it's someone who wears a beret fucking <laughs> who has a mustache drinks a little <laughs> espresso and paints like. That's fucking straight time like artist, yeah. but yeah, exactly. What what defines an artist? In my mm. mind, is anyone who, uh, creates content. As much as content mm. creator is a fucking overused buzzword, to me anything anyone who creates like can be a writer, can be an artist, can be a painter, can be a sculptor, influencer, can be a, influencer. I would say influencer also <laughs> to yes, some extent. yes, yeah. because influencers get big because they take a lot of photography involved, yeah. right? And then yeah. you got your captions, you got your copywriters. So yeah, I would say an influencer is an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Actors, directors. I mm. mean, directors. I would say it's it's part of the industry. Yeah, I mean, you're so putting,
1: you're creating uh, art. Yeah, exactly. To be on TV, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah just like how artists <laughs> paints like with different colors, the director gets the best out of the cast, la. So all these fucking artists. Like yeah. then why why you put a human resource manager? Just put office office executive, lah, or executive, office yeah. manager, right?
1: Yeah. But I mean, uh, that, I guess that's also another thing to think about. Like, why do, why why is human resource manager is why so specifically the human resource manager? Because in any in any corporate organization, there's the finance manager, there's the yeah, procurement exactly. manager, everything. Why <laughs> is so specific HR manager that's is the most? Because <laughs> isn't the HR manager the one that manages uh, recruits people and hires okay. people and so, interviews people? So,
0: I don't know whether you you have uh, any sentiment or perspective, but I, I was working in Singapore Airlines for mm. two years and then Scoot in two and a half years, and yeah. I would say in Singapore Airlines w- with big companies, right? To me, mm. it seems like the HR department, HR managers are undervalued as fuck. Uh. Yeah, like Scoot, yeah. I was very happy; it was different because. But in big companies, and this is what I've heard from other friends in in big MNCs and all. Um, the human resource manager is like the department that everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay, like, it's just a formality that it's like the yeah. small department, everyone's overworked, which boggles my mind because your company is made up of what? Humans, right? So yeah. wouldn't the human manager be fucking important? So I think with that notion, I don't know whether it's a Singapore thing, it feels like it's a Singapore thing, maybe it's an old company kind of thing, that mm. might be the perspective that's reflected here. Like, but like what you said, like, that means yeah. what they're listing all the managers, there's some exactly, fucking yeah. useless departments. In the company, yeah. Because
1: yeah, I mean, that's why I'm wondering whether this non essential list is more like job people that you don't like, right? Because yeah, HR, exactly. <laughs> you know, everyone complains about HR, don't give me head count, HR, don't raise my salary, HR, I complained to leaf, them, they yeah. did nothing. My so yeah, if you don't like your HR manager, it doesn't mean that her job is non essential. It means that she's doing a good job, if anything. It probably means that she is holding the fort for the business. La, as a If you are the boss, you look at your HR manager doing that. So so yeah. to say it's non-essential is know yeah, It's like what is the point of that? Can
0: you imagine the fucking human resource manager working for Straight Times?
1: <laughs>
0: or like the social exactly. media manager who's in charge of fucking posting this article on the Straight Times Facebook page? Or
1: the or the designer who's in charge of designing the infographics <laughs> yeah, for this. La, like what do they think about Yeah, your brief, this?
0: your brief is yeah. Can you can you come up with a visual representation of how useless you are? You know, like uh pe- people find you non-essential at all. But yeah. for this project, right, we need you to draw something. La. But generally, yeah. you're non-essential. La. No yeah. one gives a fuck about you. 71% of the population don't give a fuck about you. But for yeah. this project, we need your infographic. After that, you can fuck off. La.
1: So I actually only saw the infographic. But you pointed me to the main article as well. La. Yeah. Uh, what was your point about, about the main article that was okay, very confusing? So
0: this is another example of how I actually think the main article talks a lot about good things that need to be talked about but it doesn't anywhere talk about the non-essential jobs. Yeah, yeah So that's where I'm like, if you see just, uh, I think what was being shared was the clipping of the infographic section, which is about maybe 30% of the entire article. It yep, paints yep. a very different picture. Like, but when you read the article, I think it's a good article and it asks some very important questions and, mm. and it's thought-provoking. Like. But I was expecting to read something in the article that talked about why the fuck you have to put the top five non-essential jobs and there was nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah, the fuck is the point of that? Exactly. So, that's what I thought also when I read it. I was like, they don't talk about these non-essential jobs at all. They don't elaborate on anything. They there's other than just shitting on those professions with uh, an infographic and, and a number. It doesn't it doesn't inform anyone uh, about what 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 this survey, what this survey was trying to say by by having these non-essential job categories. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, it's not it's not helping any kind of conversation. So so I think that the broader issue for for people like us, right, specifically people in the creative field it's like uh, yeah, Why? it's not as if we have enough where we're fucking rolling the dough yeah, and having right. the time of our lives yeah, right now exactly what is it it's trying to why are they trying to SG United why are you trying to beat us down further and yeah, make us feel more right. shitty about everything
0: no because if you think about it like every other role in the top 5 right it's it's in some way employed or contract based you know yeah, the yeah, artist yeah. is the only one who is having to navigate this fucking COVID thing with no security, and I'm saying not in the whole uh, manpower workforce, it's just in this top yeah. five, right? Already, yeah. like what you said, as phase two opens up, right, and the more jobs get back to working, if they haven't, I mean, a lot of salary jobs, a lot of office jobs, uh, I would say they have been impacted but if you're salaried I think the amount of income loss as a whole compared to the freelance industry there's probably some difference there and the freelance Mm. industry for media which we can say conclusively it's getting fucked by COVID and even when phase 2 opens up we don't even know whether we can film and I know photographers for example because there's been town halls with media while filming might be able to take place under certain conditions photographers are getting fucked and like I don't know about like what about performers? You know, like stand-up comedians, dancers, mm. th- theater people—they are all getting fucked. And to just fucking just put this thing—wow! The more I talk about it, the more I'm like, why, why? Yeah. And yeah, like, plus the fact the- that
1: we just went through circuit breaker, where everyone basically—the your daily diet, other than the food you eat and and the, your your family they you hang out with—you're probably watching some form of entertainment, exactly. whether it's movies, TV, listening to music, watching a live stream of a DJ or something like that—and that's all. Category yeah. <laughs> the the art category right. So if it's not essential, then why why are you even using it so much when you see like? No, right?
0: exactly. Like I mean, there are stats. Like every OTT, like the the Netflixes, the Amazons have all seen increase in viewerships. Yeah. Right, which means that people are consuming more art. And yet, you're saying seventy-one percent people think this fucking non-job is non-essential. It blows my mind, like And mm. I mean, I guess there's more direct repercussions. Thank God, my my household doesn't subscribe to Straight Times, man. Because already, like, <laughs> my, my mom sees this, she'll be like, yeah. "See, I've been telling you you're useless the whole life. Now, yeah. there's stats to back it up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean? Yeah, it, it's literally the the kind of conversations that I have with my my parents and everything about about like, um, yeah, you 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 could be working very hard and. And uh, you you could be making you know making a living like making ends meet or whatever, but is it really the industry the right industry to to be in la- Because that is is that one everyone I think in Singapore they everyone asks that right because you know art is isn't valued the most highly especially when you're going through the education system in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. so there are really all these questions out there for the older generation to always ask, and even if, even if you're like Tian Hao making you know a lot driving a Lamborghini because. You're a content creator and everything, people will still ask the que- they keep asking the same question, like how is this sustainable and everything? Like. I think to, to clarify this-
0: before the Tianhao fans come, in. I don't think he's ever had a Lamborghini. He had a Maserati Oh and sorry, now it's a BMW Maserati. I- Yo, the Tianhao fans will come and fucking. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <laughs> bad with this knowing <laughs> this <laughs> sh- <knowingness laughs> influencer shit.
1: <like. laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, yeah me, my my point, is, yeah, I I just thinking like um yeah, I just kind of reinforces stereotypes in a way lah, right? Old, yeah. unhelpful stereotypes of, of what, uh, what art is and, 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 and you know, I mean, how shitty, how way, little they contribute to society Yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah, and I mean, the stereotypes is one thing. If you think about, okay, if you have ever shared a meme or enjoyed a meme, right, then you're fucking enjoying art. You're sharing yeah. art. And, yeah. if you've ever reshared a quote by someone or post by someone else, that's also, I book. mean, yeah. yeah, or read a book or watch the yeah. show, that's all art. So, which which again, right, if the survey was conclusive and they actually I don't know, shared the questions and all that and maybe that really is the general sentiment that people feel then, okay oh mm. like But this article just it, it just felt like you know, like you're you're like uh you're complimenting a group of friends Oh, you know, John did this, Jerry did this, oh uh uh Harish you're a fucked up piece of shit oh but John <laughs> did this and you know why John, uh, yeah. yeah Harish no one gives a shit about you yeah but John blah, blah, blah. and like yeah. it, it just felt like uh, yeah, it could have been like that. and it takes away from the article which actually was a very good article talking about how uh, certain uh, like I mean people of the more essential jobs that aren't, don't get wages that are reflective of how essential they are can mm. get more income la raising yeah. minimum wage and all that and there was a lot of good discussions but then everyone's like a lot of people are getting caught up on this and rightly so because it's a fucking pointless graph
1: yeah I mean uh, on a kind of related note also, I mean uh, Kelvin Ching the chief one of the chief instigators uh, of, of like a lot of discussions in Singapore the... <laughs> yeah I mean he, he also has come out and, and posted something about uh about current like in the, the upcoming elections and everything who should you Whose views you should be listening to, la. and then one of the lines that he actually uh said in, in his post, which I, I think his post was basically about, yeah, la, in Singapore, there's uh there's a few types of uh people who are who will say things about the the government. In fact he titles his post Constructive Politics. La. So he's he said there's two types of uh people who who will, will be raising opposition to what the government is doing and everything? one is the mm. bread and butter opposition, which is people who are focused on very practical issues of, of the economy, of of like keep keeping your uh, sustaining your family and feeding your family everything. And number two, he calls them cockwombles. Second group of people <laughs> whose opposition is ideological. The vast majority enamored by Western liberal ideas, many blindly ape the West. And later he says they are the group includes. Unemployed journalists, overrated comic <laughs> in- illustrators, failed academics, bloggers, a lot of whom are so-called artists, right? Artsy-fartsy yeah. bourgeois types. Yeah. So you see the, the art, the word art comes up again. Nah. So I mean, like, what do you, what do you think of, of, of people saying these things about? I mean, first yeah, of all, I think in his mind, yeah, like the <laughs> fucking the image of a guy with
0: a curly moustache and a beret is exactly what this I think exists in Calvin Cheng's mind yeah. uh, when he thinks of an artist. So yeah. yeah so I mean essentially he basically categorized society into two like and I guess mm. these are the people who he listed as the people who might go against the PAP the right PAP, yeah yeah so first one he was almost more empathetic he was like okay these people are looking for livelihood so he literally says i urge my readers to also go easy on these people and be patient because they are living through tough lives which i think is a very good message for everyone but then yeah. the second one you can definitely tell his bias lah. i mean like yeah. uh Champagne Socialists and Latte Liberals yeah. So again, it's the stereotype la, That here are these people uh, And he did say middle class, upper middle class lives Who, it kind of pains them that If they're thinking anything that is a bit more liberal Yeah, la, they are entitled la, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to say The, what you might call it Where did he say that The unemployed journalists, overrated comic Illustrators, failed academics and bloggers What a yeah. generalization, man
1: and uh, so it's so ironic that the title of the post is Constructive Politics. Huh? Is it, isn't the most constructive thing in the world to just, you know, blanket label everyone as unemployed or overrated or failed academics and and, and basically yeah, like, making them sound like they are non-essential <laughs> to society? <laughs> lo? So is it, they are not traitors, but they are cockwombles. Okay, what the fuck is a cockwomble?
0: Has it, have you heard anyone else use that before? no, is no, it, no, no. Is I it haven't. a term? Did he just coin it? Possibly, I not, I don't think I've heard anything like that. Oh before. no, actually, Cock, Cock Womble Womble is a foolish or obnoxious, obnoxious
1: person. Uh, oh, British, it's not it's a British slang. Eh. Eh. well, yeah, no yeah, better. Yeah. Uh,
0: Kelvin Cheng quite quite
1: quite honest yeah. uh. He's one of those artsy fartsy bourgeois types. <laughs> no, he
0: said when I am bored, I will sometimes heckle them, and them yeah, being yeah, yeah. the artsy fartsy bourgeois type, so he's above yeah. above and beyond. He's above and beyond these two groups. You know, like he's he's not mm. a Cock Womble, and he's not a bread and butter opposition la. So, yeah. I guess why we, why you brought it up was because this is an example of how, again, artists are assumed to be of a certain sort, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because you're a comic illustrator must mean that yeah. you're and overrated I mean, or even unemployed. If you,
0: even if you take aside the art artists from Singapore, right, of course, you get people shitting on local shows, local music and all. But everyone, like, the reason why Spotify is so fucking popular, Netflix is so popular is because there's so much art there, right? If you yeah. think artists, unless you're saying Singaporean artists, non-essential. If you're yeah. overseas artists, <laughs> very essential. As long as you're Singaporean artist, fuck off. You yeah. know, like just yeah. fuck off. So uh, it just feels like, bleh, bleh.
1: yeah, it just seems like the establishment. I mean, establishment broadly speaking, Like someone like Kevin Cheng was very pro-establishment. Uh, Straits times is part of the establishment. And everything, right? It seems like is there some is a very big. Uh, this towards uh, artists, la, right? They're, yeah. they're doing a lot to try and discredit artists. And I don't know. Is that because the election is coming or something that, you know, they're just saying I mean, that you shouldn't be listening to artists? I mean,
0: uh, artists has always been. I mean, okay, like, admittedly, I don't think it's just a Singapore thing. I think mm-hmm. maybe in countries where the arts ecosystem is less developed, less lucrative, there will always be a general disdain for funding the arts, la. And, yeah. But o- every once in a while, you'll see a really good article or a really good speech about someone describing why art is so important like and, and mm. i can't remember who told me this explanation previously but it was something along the lines of um if you think about art right like let's say art is essentially in some way communicating something like some form of communication mm. like, right and in mm. some way you it's it's telling a story like like an uh, an image a painting can convey an emotion can convey a story and if you think about it in terms of activities that civilization has been doing right the art of storytelling is probably one of the fucking oldest activities lah. like every yep. religious book it yep. was is art right mm. everything that has had such an influence on human civilization was created based on uh fables and and stories and uh, accounts of history and all, all of which were put into artistic components lah so yep. that's where there's one thing about how it is one thing it, it it's a it's part of uh, our society in terms of sharing ideas sharing thoughts and communications lah and this mm. is where i think if you look at how we've always said you know like the government can do a lot better with communications the mainstream media can do a, a lot better with telling stories all of it i think requires understanding of the arts la. So if you take away yep. arts right then everything becomes robotic, unemotional, cold and everything that we Singaporeans I don't think like our country being labeled. La.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I think uh I mean we could argue that maybe uh I mean anyone who's able to read the Straits Times uh, maybe maybe we're jumping to 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 get too angry about it because people know that okay, they do consume movies, they listen to to music, everything. So that's all art lah, but I think the broader thing is that when percentages and infographics like that are just put out on a national newspaper, it doesn't help the case when someone's trying to argue for, you know, more funding for the arts or more ed- emphasis on education for, for artists and stuff like that. And, and even for just for helping freelancers, are like... Like this budget, where you know there was a lot of money put aside to help freelancers and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <why. laughs> someone could easily use this thing and say, "Hey, seventy-one percent of Singaporeans think that being artists is non-essential. Yeah. Why and is IMD... the government doing?" And then it's like it's it's a, it's a stupid article. It's does is a stupid infographic that doesn't actually like uh, validate anything about about artists, la. Yeah, you because know, so
0: people could say, IMDA giving eight million to these artists. Why?" What? <laughs> oh, and non-essential uh. it's better exactly. they have a wake up call to realise that their work is non-essential and no one gives a fuck so that they can transition into the essential jobs you yeah. know like you need like uh, probably you need more garbage collectors more construction workers artists see yeah. you want to create stuff right why not create a building except exactly. you do it with uh, uh, as, as a construction worker uh. not yeah. to say that con- the construction worker it is a fucking essential job but it feels like the art artists have been labeled in this. And I mean, I guess what we are saying is that Straight Times has every right to do surveys like this. But yep. and but not just for this survey, for any survey you do, try and give a bit more context. Like because this is not the first time that results of a survey have been have polarized people. Like. I think last time mm. there was something about diabetes and how Indians and Malays are yeah. more susceptible to diabetes. And yep. it yep. might be true based on statistics, but if you don't provide the context, people just think what kind of fuck article is this? Yeah. And it happens Correct. time and again. Time and it feels like every week we are, we are we are fucking one of the topics is something that has been caused by the media la, or some stupid way they, they they portray something which might be actually an important thing to talk about but they just yeah. shoot themselves in the foot like
1: I think maybe maybe Strange Times is really just clickbaiting like They're just trolling to get responses because yeah, they know unless, this is gonna yeah. be.
0: No, yeah, unless they are working in partnership with Calvin Cheng because they already identified <laughs> that artists tend to be like liberal uh, socialists, right? And with the election yeah. coming, right, they don't want the artists to push people towards anti-PAP. La, so they're putting out yeah. articles like this to distract us.
1: Yeah. Fuck, I mean, but, but one of the things I, I guess is uh, maybe now all the, the artists, the art community should stand in solidarity with PR managers and HR, HR yeah, managers and right. social media marketers uh, and telemarketers and consult business consultants. Because, yeah, basically the journalists in Singapore have come out and said that all of us are non-essential. Yeah. So we so, need to be out there and yeah, so, our so, work so, together.
0: So the human resource <laughs> manager of Straight Times and the artists who made the infographic, right? You guys can lead the charge, man, okay? Like, we can all come together, form a new company, an alternative uh, news outlet or media outlet, and fucking we get the business consultant to optimize our process. We get the social media manager to fucking, like, think of the campaign and the telemarketer to call everyone in Singapore to fucking support this new outlet. uh, And then Straight Times will have no more graphics. Uh, Their company will be a mess because their humans uh, cannot be managed. Yeah. And they'll have no more PR and Facebook pages. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. God damn. But Fantastic. I mean, I guess it would be nice if we could get someone from who did the survey or something because both of us are artists, right? So there's no mm. way we would be. I, I, I'm even trying to think what can be the alternative viewpoint here just to play devil, devil's advocate. And I'm struggling, man. <laughs>
1: isn't isn't a <the> real one.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. maybe they, they really, one way they can cover their ass is like, oh, no, no, this is among non-essential jobs, this is what people found to be the most essential. Then mm. everything we just said is pointless. La. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, yes. Man. Yeah, but if, if, I mean, as always, if anyone has any deferring thoughts, if you could maybe make us have a Yalabad moment in our Reddit, uh, please, please do, because this is, I'm just grasping for any merit that can come out of these
1: articles. Yeah, Yeah, especially, uh, yeah, like you said, like, especially those who, who actually surveyed. Yeah, we could know what question yeah, was asked. Uh. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's something we can ping and tag straight times and whatnot to release the questions. La, because who knows what they ask, man? Maybe yeah. the questions were like, which of the four jobs do you think is useless? And artists one of them. Uh, if you mm-hmm, could not mm-hmm. be... not If you had to choose a profession, which would you most not want to have? Then the artist, again, is at the fucking forefront. La. It's just yeah. a, a, a propaganda to shit on the arts. La. But I mean, mm-hmm. also everyone listening to this, go read the full article because they bring up some very, very important points. And I think yep. the the jobs that have been listed as essential are definitely, there's nothing you can debate with over there like, because they're all super mm. true. And and I think it's something that everyone should think about. Like.
1: Yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: God oh, damn, man.
1: God damn, <laughs> <goddamn>. <laughs> So you know, now I've got to go and reflect on your career choice. lah. Like. Yeah, I've really been reflecting like crazy, maybe. <laughs> Even if I don't want
0: to, every time I see my mom, mm. I'm like, she's like, how's work? I'm like, hm, yeah, you know, yeah. just the what? Wow, it's quite hot today, like the <laughs> yesterday. The so thanks, quite yeah, thanks straight yeah, times thanks. for giving
1: us more, more
0: to worry about. <laughs> yeah, correct, 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 exactly. Thanks straight times, you, you're yeah. the best. Yeah, god damn, but yeah, so, so that's uh, any segue to the next goofier topic, which is also well, concerning artists, right? Also
1: artists, yeah. Also artists, the responsibilities of artists, yeah Exactly. Let's assume let's assume Straight Times the Straight Times article was stupid and let's just assume okay artists are important and do they have a responsibility for certain things. Uh? Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and give the intro for what? This yeah, is?
0: so so the context is I think uh, around yesterday or the day before, there was something bubbling up online about um the podcast done by OK Let's Go. So OK Let's Mm. Go, for context, is a podcast that was started by Zah Ismail and two other ex-MediaCorp DJs who uh, decided to start their podcast in January 2019. Uh, And it was catering towards the Malay community uh, because their podcasts are mainly spoken in the Malay language. Um, Mm. And I think they started off and fucking they blew up, man. Like in a year, Mm. they had 10 million streams and they were like, runaway like top podcast in Singapore and like kudos to them for building up such a big base line they were having live yeah. performances fucking merch yeah. all over the place and i think w- we were on Zai Ismail's show back in 2014 when he invited us yeah. down and our f- uh, after our, our first few viral videos and he was a uh, i mean yeah like i guess anyone working in the mothership of Media Corp knows that there are certain boundaries you have to play within. La. And I yep, think as yep. a DJ, where you create so much content, having those boundaries can be a bit constraining. So when they started mm. this, they could basically say whatever they want. La, and they were, now they put out like a podcast every day or something, and they're fucking huge. La. But yeah. there were some rumblings about how generally, I don't know whether it's something that's become more apparent of late, but uh, generally, some of their jokes skew towards uh, little, a little misogyny. Can be mm, mm. a bit misogynistic towards the treatment of women and the over sexualization of women
1: Any, so any specific a- examples that, because uh for context a lot of the the I think most of the podcasts are uh, mostly in Malela right yeah I think it's comments some
0: English thrown in, and then I think Correct. they once every week or something they have an English episode um and I think the examples just based on what we've seen online of course this is. Mm. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna go into whether or not what they said is wrong or right because there honestly, isn't enough information. Line we don't want to speculate. Uh, but yeah. it was I don't know describing some fantasies or that kind of like you know locker room jokes. Mm. Yeah, which
1: I mean, it's that so it means it's, comments about a woman's uh appearance and and the size of her yeah uh, in a way uh, that is like overly. That, like. overly
0: overly objective objectifying la Mm. so that whole thing i think we're we're not going to get into it because how what what is deemed as objectifying women what is overly sexual there's a lot of gray area there and without fully knowing the context we don't want to go into it but what we are going to talk about is okay basically it was bubbling up on twitter some people were sharing facebook messages um and facebook uh like excerpts of of podcasts and then The thing is, in the comments, a lot of... Mm. So, okay, let's go. I'll just call them OLG from now. Uh, They have a very hardcore fan base. uh, And they refer to their fan base as OLG Blood and Brothers and Sisters and all that. So, a lot of their fans came out in defense of them uh, and commented on these kind of like whistleblowing posts. uh, Mm. And I guess Mm. the most notable commenter was Jade Rasif. Uh, who's mm. been in the news recently, also for for other reasons, and she's quite a pro- yeah. she's quite a prominent DJ YouTube personality. So she posted something just asking, okay, let's go to own it and apologize. And uh, because okay, let's go posted something on their Facebook saying that okay, there's been a lot happening. They've been remained silent because they're digesting everything. They're going to use this as an opportunity to learn. But I don't think at anywhere they explicitly said sorry. So according to Jade Rasef, they apologize on Twitter. So on Facebook, why not own up? Uh, own it and issue an apology la. but people responded to her were like, like fucking telling her she should get raped and all this fucking mm. shit. And a lot of them were using the same argument we have heard over and over again. If you don't like the content, don't listen. La. Yeah. Right? Yeah, correct. And, and and that's the that's the crux of what we wanted to talk about. Should should an artist uh uh be responsible for the behavior of their fans.
1: Yeah. I mean, right? uh, and I think uh just the... Uh, also yeah, just for us also, so, like, I think that uh, it's quite inspirational, i Right, this I smiles story yeah. and and yeah. how he. I mean, he was the first DJ to reach out to us to officially like do a real like interview because of the YouTube videos that we had done. Because we yeah. were really just starting out back then, and we hadn't yeah. had a lot of notoriety or anything. But uh, yeah, we thought it was cool that he, you know, he was he has pulse on the he has thumb on the pulse of like what young people were watching and what people were talking about. He, interv- he got us in an interview, and and uh, yeah, it was just quite interesting, Like Then you know, it, it seemed like yeah, he he was someone who could build a very big base even outside of MediaCorp, and he came out and did it, and is now the number one podcast in Singapore. And by I think a it's mile, it's la, I think. Doing well in Malaysia as well, right? And, yeah, and Malaysia. Everything. I think
0: Indonesia, and they have a team now. They have their own website, which is getting yeah. a lot of traction. So yeah, they are a fucking success story by yeah. any means of it, la.
1: It's quite quite inspirational for for any anybody who's like stuck in you know, bureaucracy and wants to break out on their own and all that. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so that's where we also know about uh, a lot about okay, let's go and everything. Uh. So uh but but yeah, la, the I guess the bigger discussion is whether uh yeah if you don't like something do you need to be asking for people to be more responsible, the, the, the host to be more responsible or even censoring what they really want to say between themselves and everything. What well, what do you yeah. think of all that? La? I mean i think I think
0: okay the the bigger you get as an artist, the bigger mm. you have a following the more people are looking at you. I think you do have uh you do need to consider the impact of your words mm-hmm. um because ultimately, yeah, it's just gonna impact a lot more people la. um but
1: impact in what in what way like
0: like everything you say uh could have more severe repercussions, so mm-hmm. if you are saying something that is misogynistic or something that uh it could kind of it could spread further and without context the the negative circumstances could be multiplied like. but the same goes for positive if you have a big yeah. platform you want to do good you have more It's just everything you do is is multiplied and uh, um people are more critical like. so mm. i guess that is one thing should you kind of self censor yourself or stay true to who you are i i mean i don't believe that there's anything such as f- complete free speech i think yeah the, like yeah, you should speak your mind as much as you can but you, sh- you should also be uh, aware of the circumstances. La. So, yeah. in this case, what was your question again?
1: that What do you think of the artist's so, resp- response? So, I mean, I'm yeah. not
0: going to go into what they said because I haven't mm-hmm. listened enough but I think to a certain extent, right, you can't be held responsible for the all the behaviour of your fans uh, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think the best that you can do is even... I mean, it's, it might just seem like it's optics, but, you know, publicly just saying, okay, you, you know, guys, uh, to your fan base, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. Then if your fans still do something, right, I don't think you can be held fully responsible.
1: Because mm, I think you're saying it in that uh, there were there were replies to Jade Rassi's post that were, I mean, this those were outright misogynistic, like, saying, like, yeah. the way you dress, you should get raped, and you probably yeah. will get raped when you walk into a club, that kind of thing. Like. Yeah. So, 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 I think, a lot of people are pointing out that doesn't that prove the point of what everyone's complaining about? Like that when your show uh says you know, just just treats saying misogynistic jokes or or, or lewd jokes as like an everyday thing, then it encourages your fans who listen to it to also engage in the kind of thought and behaviour that yeah. could be harmful to people outside of the podcast, la, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, so,
0: yeah. So what what do did, you think?
1: Um, I mean there is an argument to to like uh, yeah like If you're not if you don't like the content, uh, you don't have to listen to it lah. Right, you're not mm. being forced to. It's not on national radio. Let's face it. It's it's a podcast that you yeah, have to that download you have to and click down or stream. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have to right, seek yeah. yourself yeah. Lah. Right, So right. yeah, if you don't like it, uh, yeah, you don't need to listen to it. But uh, yeah lah, like what you're saying, they're not fully responsible for how people react to listen to their podcast or. or you know, whether it incites them to, to be angry towards Jade and everything, la. but um, if, if they're based on what their apolog- not apology, based on what the statement was, was that they were taking a lot of feedback and they were learning and, mm. you know, they learned how to improve themselves as Uh, Maybe one way is to, to, to just also remind people that you, yeah, la, if, if that's really the case, then don't need to don't need to blast or defend uh, against what Jade was saying as well. Yeah, uh, just take it and reflect on it, like, You know, cause, yeah, the the I think that the whole point is you don't want to like engage in whole tribalism of like, okay, oh, this is our camp and those people outside are attacking us and saying things about us. Let's like let's not give a shit about them. I mean, the the fan the point is you want everyone to be able to be on your side, like Right, and and if I I guess there's always a chance to also win over more fans as well mm. and and get more people on board when you have show that there's a there's a certain level of like, yeah, we we, we, we take what people tell us seriously, so, la, then they so, listen as well. La.
0: So, I mean, okay, one thing that added some fuel to the fire is a screenshot yeah. of a supposed message in the, okay, let's go telegram. La. So yeah. this one, again, like, I mean, there's no way to verify whether it's real or not, but no one has like replied to the post of this and it just showed that one of the hosts was kind of implying that, okay, they apologize in public um, because they had to, but, they are very appreciative of the supporters for defending them, so yeah. that's where if that's really the case, whew, that would be tricky. Um, yeah. And I guess that might be. So now it's almost like, is maybe that that's the kind of age we we live in uh, where okay, if there's something associated to your brand that is causing negative backlash, the the right thing to do, and I say it with inverted commas, is issue a public apology. But whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not doesn't matter seems like seems like is that that's the playbook la, right that's the, that's the general yeah. playbook now all you need to do is put up a front and i mean to to a certain extent that could be the minimum required uh yeah. like for everything we say about you know oh, corporations doing well politicians meaning well now it's becoming clear clear that there is so much shit that happens back doors that yeah like whatever mm. you see in at the at the face of it might not be really truly re- reflective of what's going on in the back door. La. so there's yeah. like a minimum minimum standard la. but then you know like you often hear this argument that okay l- let's say the example of Trump la, that he enables mm. neo-Nazis he yep, enables yep, yep. white supremacists Yeah, how how far would you go to say that an artist enables a certain type
1: of behaviour in their fan base I think that yeah it's probably a bit tougher because again Trump is is an official of the he represents he's an official of the government la, right officially essentially the country right? right yeah the country so in the same way, they yeah, like, I mean, an artist is yeah, like they have a platform, and all, but they are not. It's not part of their job scope to represent mm. uh, exclusively what people think or what la. So, I think one 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 big sticking point in what Jade Rasis post also is that uh, Kesha Mugam was one of the the latest people to be interviewed oh, yeah. on the podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's obviously like like they are seen very seriously as a platform to reach out to to people, young people as well la. So, um it means that the government also sees them a, as a good way to reach out. Because, I mean, to get someone like Shanmugam on your podcast and all, it's it's not an easy feat. La. We're talking about you know, a lot of coordination, a lot of like probably vetting and checking that. Security, yeah. Yeah, security. So, he doesn't just give interviews to everyone willy-nilly as well, la, right? Mm. So, you've you sort of been given a platform to be... You're seen as a responsible platform to to help educate young people and communicate with them I guess that's uh, a very important point. Uh. yeah yeah, yeah so it, it does it does matter like that that where your position you know like how the public perceives you and everything already, oh. so if you are just like in a locker room talking with your friends and you say this kind of thing whatever, like no one cares, but the moment you start getting like politicians and all these important people on board that are trying to use and uh, not use you, but using the platform as a public service as well. Uh, Mm. then it's important to think about every message that you put out there because it will be put on par as what if Shamugam says this okay let's go and also okay let's go also says certain things about women and all that then it's almost the same uh, same level of authority given so I guess
0: what you're saying is that the fact that Shamugam, who is one of the ministers in Singapore's incumbent government appeared on the show it's in some way an endorsement that okay we approve we approve this message (laughs) exactly, exactly. Take, right? there, is, there
1: is the element <laughs> it's a stomp it, right? it's a stomp yeah yeah. so the, ah. uh, being an editor of a show or anything you have editorial an editorial responsibility la, to make sure that there's consistency and the, the, the level of endorsement or everything is, 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 is there where you stand behind what you say la. so you also so in the sense of putting out an apology and then standing by it also is, I think that's also a very important thing. Uh. So, mm. like what you said, you can't verify that whether that was true, but if they're putting out apology on one platform and not on another platform, it stands also, ask, makes you ask, like, eh, then what do what what does this platform stand for? Like, you know?
0: And and I guess it's a little tricky because, okay, the argument, okay, you don't like, don't listen, has a certain truth mm. to, it, to it to an extent. Like. I think that was yeah. one thing that Tianhao was saying when he recently got another round of criticism towards his content being oh, yeah. all about 10 types of listicles. And yeah. in that case, he said, yeah, if you don't like it, don't watch. And that, I fully support. If yeah. you don't like his content, I don't like his content, so that's why I don't watch yeah. it. La. But he is entertainment like It's just entertainment to some, yeah, it's to some, to some people. Whatever, la. La. And yeah. I guess at the other extreme, if you create content that is in clear violation of laws, right? for example, something seditious, right? Mm-hmm. that's when you can get into trouble. La. Yep. Whether or not it's true sedition or not is a whole other topic of discussion. But where I'm yep. getting it is that in terms of misogyny or overly chauvinistic comments, there's no regulation, like right? Yep, correct, correct. So this that's way. where what you can't kind of need to depend on the host or artist being uh what I wouldn't even say responsible because I mean it's, I don't know, like, what, what's the word to use? Because a lot of people have also pointed out that, hey, you know, Jade, you know, the way you you, you post on Instagram, are you telling me that doesn't objectify women? But there's a big <laughs> fucking difference there. Like, she's a woman yeah. and it's her yeah. own body. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, the podcast is three dudes. So, you, for people who post stuff like that, okay, hey, that's a horrible argument. Then there's the yeah. other one, you know, like, oh, you know, all these rap artists that fucking people love their songs and all, a lot of it is sexualizing women and all. So, then, in that case, how would you how 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 would you see that in comparison is that is that the same thing
1: um i mean yeah in terms of normalizing when an artist puts out some uh a certain song or something that maybe uses the n word for example like it kind of normalizes the use of that word right mm. and maybe so so you know like using the usage of the n word is a very big talking point in these couple of days uh these few weeks like because of black lives you mean, you mean or the other n word no, the other and what the, the, okay, the, okay. the Black Lives Matter and what, yeah. so so yeah. When then a lot of people are saying, "Hey," but then I heard this in a song. You know, this the culture themselves they use it. So why can't I just use it outside yeah. also, Right? So yeah. it's very important to to think about the context of how how something is is said or what. So in the okay, let's go kind of thing, yeah, If the context is is that you're like you're like just you know a, a nobody a nobody in a scene, nobody listens to you nobody looks up to you nobody follows you, and then, okay lah, fine, you know, you do what you want. But when you have a much bigger audience and, and you know, you're almost tacitly endorsed you by... You do have a responsibility. Yeah, lah. you're almost endorsed by the government uh, to, to be used as a platform to speaking, talk to people. Speaking about the government, yeah.
0: I think like two weeks ago, even Heng Sui Ket mentioned in a video saying, you know, like, uh, for Hari Raya, I think they he 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 mentioned the okay let's go podcast about how they are great yeah. for the Malay community and he actually I think I don't know whether he appeared but there was some mention because I remember Zai Ismail posted about it so that's almost like a second second time you are stopped okay P A P approved <laughs> so yeah yeah so that's yeah. where yeah I guess I guess that kind of complicates things and that's kind of similar to the conversation we have with Nas Daily right when we met him after we made a video parodying him about how yeah. when he had a video. Uh, element of uh, PM Lee appearing in his video it immediately associates him with the establishment with the incumbent with the mm. with the government la, right? and it yeah. totally changes the lens la. I mean honestly yeah. right? if we fucking get if, if let's say next week Shamugam is like hey boys I'll appear on your show I mean <laughs> I mean, I would not, I would not accept it because I think that would totally. Then, then we have to be like, oh, you know, Terence, uh, what is the news for this week? I was very, very pissed off, you know, No way like fucking pissed off and all that. Because ultimately, yeah, if, <laughs> yeah yo, Shamugam, if you are listening, you're you're more than welcome, man. Uh, yeah. maybe you could pass on the invite to to Tharman as well. Oh, um, so you
1: said you wouldn't want
0: to to have Shamugam on the podcast. Yeah, I'm okay. No, 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 if if he's if we don't have to submit a list of questions beforehand, if mm. we don't have to. It constrained, uh, and if it can be free flowing as, as it could be, right? Then I'll be totally up for it because yeah. there are a lot of I I, I mean, I don't want to just shit on the government, it's just a lot of the things that to me, oh, why don't we do this? Like policies, like uh, uh. Well, higher taxes, lower taxes. I'm coming from a totally layman's perspective. La, and yep. I do respect the fact that ministers, they have so much more to talk about. Anything we feel has a yes-no question is probably a lot more nuanced. La. So I would love to get his honest opinion. La. So mm. it would be great to have someone like him on the podcast if we can keep it honest and real. La. I haven't listened yep. to the okay, let's go podcast with him yet. But yeah. I can't imagine it being very incisive. La. It's like... You
1: Scully they they on the okay on the okay let's go interview with Shamugam they're like talking shit about like locker room talk and all <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> well I wonder how that people react to that like. yeah like
0: Shamugam he's like you know the other day he was just uh at a at a park walking yeah. his dogs and just like wow fuck that'll be that'll be unreal so <laughs> then then sugar daddy Hang Sweet Cat also joins in like they call him uh, yo yeah. sweet yeah. <laughs> SK bro what's up bro
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that, that would be crazy. That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. that would be crazy. But that's I mean, right, yeah. I guess... the, the truth is, uh, you know, we've not listened to to uh, some of the stuff that has been said, like, Yeah, which is it, why we didn't go into hearing. the content, yeah. la. It's just mm. more about the
0: responsibility mm. an artist has over their fans. Yeah. And so,
1: sorry. From so everything we're saying now is from the perspective that we see of okay, let's go being very successful. Okay, let's go. You know, ha- uh, appearing government campaigns and stuff like that, lah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're we're saying these these things, like But Maybe we listen to podcasts regularly or what? We might have a different opinion. Lah. So, so
0: I mean, the question is: Let's say one of our fans who uh, goes out and like punches someone in the face and says, or like maybe use gets a lot more vulgar, like swears a lot more because they hear mm. us or me swear so much. Are we responsible for that?
1: Uh, possibly, like everyone else, every other so, show out there that uses vulgarities also yeah, <laughs> Which so Yeah, like, everything on Netflix, I like, won't,
0: la. I won't change the way I talk. So I guess yeah. that's where. That's where it becomes a case like okay, uh, we are we are, we technically haven't been endorsed yet by the government. We have done videos for the government like We won't deny that. Yeah. But uh, it was always in our style and the message we agree with lah. Like. And thankfully yeah. we haven't we've never been told to s- change the way we talk. But I guess if if someone becomes more vulgar, I w- I wouldn't feel responsible for them changing and like blaming me like.
1: Yeah, because it's not directly. Under under your purpose yeah, It's just a way of talking, lah, right? And
0: that's the same argument against video games, lah. You know, the yeah, video games yeah. and the first-person shooters Violence. results in shootings. So I don't know. That becomes tricky uh, because it's a very easy target. But at the same time, there's so much shit that is so easily accessible at your fingertips, right? Then yeah. if every creator is supposed to be held responsible for the actions of their fans, wow, that that would be fucking tough, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, maybe the 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 thing is to think about something like OK Let's Go as an alternative to, to very bland standard radio la, where you can't do a lot of things, right? Mm. And uh, it's not they're not there as an education platform either, la, right? Yeah. They are there as a platform to really reflect the, the personalities of these these three guys and their own conversations with, with uh, a community. So is it really in anyone's place to tell them, hey, you all need to... Be more responsible mm. la, towards who la? You know, you don't if no. you don't listen to the podcast and everything that. I think, la, I think like.
0: people have every right to voice that, and okay, yeah. let's go. Also, they might feel a responsibility too. But I guess, right like without complicating things, what we're talking about is the fans la, right? Mm. And 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 whether they should be the 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 creator should be directly responsible. Let's say the fans, like if you look at the the comments by fans, they are overly misogynistic and violent yeah. and like yeah. fucking like. Talking about rape, so it's horrible. Like, it's horrible behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that cannot be condoned. But yeah. how responsible, okay, let's go ah for those comments, it's well it uh, it's it's tough. line I and I don't think they're super they're they're that responsible. Like. Yeah. But of just course, to add one thing yeah. also,
1: is that even when we talk about vulgarities, right? Uh there's certain vulgarities you use because broadly speaking, they it's just is an action or something. Like, whereas there are other vulgarities that over time you stop using because you realise they have certain impacts on certain communities or certain people or, or it can be taken very differently. Uh, like, like maybe today we learned that ma, we might we is a, a word that we cannot use anymore. Ma, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, like so, so over time, it also changes. Like, you know, even like people like Jay-Z at one point, he was saying, oh, you know, at the birth of my daughter, I decided to stop using the word bitch in my songs anymore. And mm. yeah, la, okay, he stopped using it for a while but it came back again later la, and nobody called him <laughs> out for it. So, so, when, so his, when his daughter grew up... La? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, what I'm just trying to say is that there's no, there's there, it, this kind of thing constantly evolves as well, and maybe it's also good for artists to you know look back on mm. what they do that is that it has been popular and then think, hey, maybe this is already a bit passé. Let's not do it anymore. Like we used to do a lot of like pickup videos, <laughs> yeah. pick hidden camera pickup videos. Definitely not do yeah. it anymore. Five years ago, but there's no way we would ever go near any of those today, Like We don't disavow them. That was part of the past in that context, yeah. but. Going forward, if anybody asks us to do it, even to pay us to do it, we probably say we will not want to do it, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's say if you want to pay us like three million dollars to do it, okay, yeah. la, We can, we can. Yeah, we will discussion. compromise our <laughs>
0: principles and integrity, la. Uh, We do have a price. We do have a price, yeah, especially do. when seventy-one percent of the fucking population thinks we are useless and non-essential. Yeah. Yeah. So that price just got lower. La. <laughs> Two million or so can. Two million or can. Yeah. One million or so maybe can. Maybe can.
1: Yeah. And you throw in a maybe <laughs> throw in a free uh, interview with Shanmugam or so then. Yeah, okay, that's
0: right. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, get PAP burned on our asses. Uh. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 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 that, that brings us to our final segment, which is the one shook thing. Yeah. Do you wanna go first? Or sure. I? Yeah. Um, I mean my one shoke thing is just a video <laughs> of this. Grab food rider getting stuck in the HDB block lift with his bicycle. Uh. And mm. I'm not I'm not saying it's a shock thing because oh it's fun to laugh at people. Uh what happened was he had his grab de- grab delivery uh food uh, pack on his back and his bicycle, which and he was on the way to his friend's place to repair his bicycle. So the yeah. video is him in a you know his body is literally stuck like his I think what he tried to do was you know if you ever own a bicycle, you try and get a lift, you make it stand, and you go mm-hmm. in, so he got yep. stuck, and then the video is of his friend taking a video of him and helping him out, la. so I just <laughs> felt like it was definitely not laughing at him, it just felt like a very uh real moment la. you know like mm-hmm. everyone is going through so much shit and like to see him laugh it off with his friend it just yeah. had a very and he responded on Twitter to the video and he explained yeah. what happened la. <laughs> he, okay, in his words first I went into the lift and the bag was basically right in front of the lift sensor so it couldn't close so I decided to smooch to the left but I couldn't fit so I bent down a little bit but the bike then prevented me from getting back up and oh. yeah that's it <laughs> so, wow. so it was just a uh, amidst all the fucking shit happening around the world, this felt like okay. Someone tried to do something, got in a bit of a, a kerfuffle, and his friend yeah. came to help him out, and it was just a a funny moment, la.
1: Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, uh, I've seen the video. It's quite. I think it's just a very real moment yeah, between friends. Yeah, a friend. very real moment. Correct. Yeah. A very real moment. Yeah, this was quite sweet, though Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. My my one choke thing of the week is actually a a digitalization of the a board game. Mm. Because uh, right before circuit breaker happened, I actually started getting into the Game of Thrones board game, which mm. is like uh, you know it has to be played by four to six people, and it's very intense. Like uh, it's like Risk but with a lot more rules and and really mm. builds on the whole law of Game of Thrones. So if you're very disappointed with season eight, uh, but you still love Game of Thrones, you can play this game line just create your own adventures everything. So it was quite fun. I played it once or twice with my friends, and then circuit breaker happened, and then I could no longer play it. Then I discovered this website called swordsandravens.net which apparently just came in the last couple of months. Basically, mm. they've digitalized the whole experience of playing Game of Thrones onto your computer. And so you can actually play with like five other people on the internet. And it's one of those games because it's such a long game and it has so many different steps. You can actually play by email. So oh, when it's your turn, they will email you that it's your turn then you log on and then you do your thing and after that, it moves on to the next person. And then you let them, you let everyone do the thing. Then when it's your turn again, they'll email you. So it's a game that can last. Whoa. When I play one game, it can just last for weeks. But but it's quite fun because it's like you're still, you know, still doing your planning and you don't have to sit around and wait for people to do things. Holy
0: like. shit. I'm mean, at the website so, so, now and, and it looks like one of those websites where if you're not really into it, fuck off. <laughs> because it, yeah, yeah.
1: You you kind of got to know a- the game. But, but I just. Yeah. It was just, I mean, because uh, board games. I was, I'm quite into board games and everything. And the circuit breaker was obviously killed any chance of th- playing with people. Like we yeah. played with the cast of uh, she's a terrorist, super uh, and fun. I love her. And it was super fun. Uh, like like Noah was super into his game and everything. So yeah, we haven't. We're probably not going to have any of that for a while. But uh, this is a good alternative, Like Of course, Game of Thrones is a very complicated board game, so I wouldn't encourage you to look at that first. But there are options like that for probably for every board Ooh. game you see out there to actually play crazy man and even just to understand the game it helps also because Game of Thrones is a very complicated game like trying to play it like for the first time yourself is impossible you have to play with people and then at the same time everyone doesn't know what the hell is going on it sucks so just playing here and just seeing how the game is played also has helped me understand the game better cool yeah yeah
0: swords and ravens yep we'll put the links in the show notes
1: as always yeah
0: Uh, what else uh? I, guess that's I think it, we've like. done the call
1: out already to to yeah. to, to go to our platforms. Yeah, to, to plug
0: our thing. our show to, uh, ask you guys to help us grow it. Yeah, done. So I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We> <laughs> what an anticlimactic end. Yeah, but signing yeah, up. Yeah, so, so I mean we will still continue to do this twice a week. So don't worry. Yep. Uh, we know that it's sometimes a bit irregular, but that's because we always do try to talk about topics that are substantial. Yeah. So yeah, so bear with us
1: and talk to you guys soon. All right. Peace. Peace.